This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today's podcast is titled, War. It's so easy to sit back and ignore the fact that you and I are in a war. We are in real battles, but I'm not talking about physical war like Russia against the Ukraine or China against Taiwan. I'm talking about spiritual war. Spiritual war sounds daunting. It might cause fear, and because of that fear and the unknown, we may shy away from its reality and miss God's best for our life. Spiritual war is all around us, and therefore it is important that we understand it. So let's break it down so we can be victorious in all of our battles. The fight is for our allegiance. Who will we worship and serve? Who will we believe and follow? Hear me clearly. We are all in a war that has already been fought and won in the spirit realm. I know that sounds illogical, but it's true. Just before Jesus died on the cross, he said, It is finished. What he meant was the penalty for sin was paid for. Salvation was now available for all who would trust him. Jesus is now Lord and rules with all authority. He said it himself in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen: All authority in heaven and earth have been given to me. Yet, there's another entity that is secretly fighting against us, the people of God, Satan and his fallen forces. The only power Satan and his forces have over born-again Christians is to convince us of his lies. What Satan wants to do is to get us to live a life in opposition to what Jesus has taught. If we yield to Satan's lies and walk in darkness, we will reap the negative consequences. You see, Satan is still on the warpath to steal, kill, and destroy everything he can before his final judgment. And we, God's people, are God's prized possession. So that's what he's aiming after. But we can live a life of faith, peace, separated from this world's fear and confusion. Don't get me wrong. We can and will be affected by circumstances and other people's wrong decisions. But we have a choice to trust Jesus in the trials of life. 1 John 1, seven says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. The word purify, purifies means to cleanse us from the defilement and guilt of sin. So if we are living a life in accordance with Christ's teachings, his blood sacrificed is continuously purifying us from sin. Let's go on in verse 8 and 9. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us for our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I want to take a little sidetrack here. I've heard from preachers and teachers in many different churches that we are all sinners and always will be. 
As I grew in the Lord and searched the scriptures, I found something different. We were sinners by nature, and we did sin. But we have been born again. We are now new creations. We are no longer sinners by nature, but saints or friends of God. And we have a desire to obey the Lord. We are going through a process to become more and more like Jesus. This is difficult to understand because we have been fed the line that for forever that we will always sin. I want to submit to you that we need to grow and sin less and less as we mature in Christ. When I was a young Christian, I sinned regularly, and I had to confess pretty much constantly. But over the years, I renewed my mind with God's Word, and prompted by the Holy Spirit, I grew up in Christ, and my sin became less and less. Sure, I still sin, but it's less and less, and I want to continue to grow, and that should be my attitude. Continue to grow and be more like Christ. Romans 8.29 says, For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. So with that in mind, 1 John 5.18 makes a lot more sense to me. It says, We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who is born of God keeps him safe, and the evil one cannot harm him. So, we are to grow in our relationship with Christ. As we grow, we grow in the image of Christ. And that's where God wants us to be, growing. We are in such a wonderful place as we live and obey Christ. And His life is in us. As we set our heart to love and obey Him, God's provisions cover us even when we miss the mark. The penalty of death for our sins has been paid and God's, by God's grace, we reap the rich benefit, salvation, eternal life with Christ, a relationship with God starting now, and freedom from the dominion of evil. Colossians 1.13 says, For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So our sins are forgiven. We are purified from its defilement and guilt, and we are under the authority and provision of Jesus Christ. We have been given the place in life where we can grow to become more and more like Jesus. Okay, let's get back to the spiritual warfare part. Who are we fighting? Ephesians 6.12 tells us, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So our fight is against Satan, other fallen angelic beings, demons, and also against the world system that has been set up over the years by, the, by Satan. What are their weapons? Mainly, actually one word, lies. Just like we used to have us in nature and we sinned without remedy, they have a nature of a liar. Starting 
in John 8.42, Jesus was talking quite sternly to the religious leaders of the day who were opposing him. He told them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God and am now here. I have not come from my on my own, but he sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Now Jesus, he's the opposite of Satan. He speaks only the truth. In fact, Jesus is the truth. Before we were born again, we had no choice. We sinned because that was our nature. And we were under the evil dominion of Satan. Now in Christ, we have the choice to follow Christ in obedience to the Heavenly Father, just like Jesus did, all the way to the cross. Now that we know the evil's main weapon, which is lies, let us look at where the fight is. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4, For though we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. This is where our battle exists. It's in our thought life. Most of us were fed the ways of the world for years on end from our childhood up, but now we read and study the Bible, and we see God's rules are different, and in some cases, very different than the world's rules. For example, we're to love our enemies. That's not the way the world thinks. Jesus tells us to turn the other cheek. Bless those who persecute. The battle is in our mind, and it's for our affection. Who and what will we believe? Who will we love? Strongholds are ways of thinking. From this verse, we learn that there are arguments and pretensions that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. That's Satan's lies. It is so important that we read and study the Bible, God's love letter to us. Why? So we can learn God's ways to fight, believing God in all circumstances. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. The battle is in our minds, our thoughts, They lead to decisions. Decisions lead to actions. We have been born again, saved from the dominion of Satan. Holy Spirit lives within us and is prompting us, showing us the ways of Jesus. We still have to choose. Who will we obey? Satan comes in 
and lies about God tempts us in every area of our life with circumstances, worldly desires, etc. The enemy targets three areas, main areas. 1 John 2.16 For everything in the world, the craving of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world. This is how Satan tempted Eve. Let's look at it real quick. After the devil twisted the command of God, listen to what Eve was thinking. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. Ditto. Lust of the flesh. She saw that the fruit was good for food. Lust of the eyes, it was pleasing to the eye. And the pride of life, it was desirable for her to gain wisdom. Now, let's see how Jesus overcame his fight with Satan. When Satan tempted him with food, Jesus told him, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Satan tempted Jesus next with the pride of life, putting God to the test. Jesus answered, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Then Satan goes for the juggler vein. He says, If you will worship me, I will give you authority over the whole world. Jesus again answers a third time with the word of God. And he says, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The pattern is clear. Jesus fought and won, rightly handling God's truth, God's commandments, God's word. That is how we are to fight, with God's word, rightly handling it. This has been a little bit long, so let's do a quick review. We are in a spiritual war. And it is fought over our beliefs and affections. The war has been won in the spirit realm. Satan, our adversary, lies to tempt us. There's three main areas where he tempts us. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are the three main battlegrounds. Jesus is the truth. And the way to faith, peace, and victory over Satan and the dark world that we live in. Our victory comes by rightly knowing and handling the Word of God. And I think this is the most important point that I can point out. We are going to have trials, we are going to have temptations, and we must know our Bible. We must have a good relationship with the Lord, intimate relationship through prayer and meditation on his word, so that when the enemy comes or the temptations of our own flesh come, we can have the word of God ready to fight the good fight of faith. There's so much more to spiritual warfare, but for now, I'm going to stop. Join me next time, and I'll be talking about spiritual warfare again. There's plenty to talk about. This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis. If you have questions or comments, 
visit me at www.thecleansoul.org.